0: Welcome to the Explore Real Estate Show. I am James Boslaw, your Fredericksburg area realtor and vacation rental investor. And this show is all about real estate in the Fredericksburg area, the Fall Lake community, and the vacation rental space. I help people buy and sell homes because I believe that everyone should grow their wealth as they live in or own a home that they love. I also believe that everyone should feel confident when buying or selling a home, and confidence comes when you are well-educated and informed. And that's what this show is all about. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Explore Real Estate Show, where in this episode, we are going to cover over the topic, what is a secondary home, and are they hard to buy, as well as other frequently asked questions regarding secondary home loans. So this is something that I'm very passionate about, it's something that I'm personally invested in, and because of that, what I have come to learn is that there are a lot of misunderstandings around what a secondary home is and how hard they are to obtain and how you can leverage them. And so we're going to make that the focus of this episode. There are a lot of things I want to talk about in a very short amount of time. So I'm just going to dive right in. So first, let me say this. Not all vacation rentals are secondary homes. Not all secondary homes are vacation rentals. There is a very specific uh, purpose of a secondary home, which I'm about To share with you. And what I'm about to share with you is the definition of a secondary home from the perspective of a lender. There are different perspectives regarding a secondary home when you're the IRS, but we're going to talk about that in future episodes. But from the perspective of a lender, this is how they view the difference between a primary residence and a secondary home. And I'm going to read this so I don't screw it up. But a primary residence is where you spend the majority of your time Second homes are defined by how you use the home. You must occupy the property for a portion of the year, but it cannot be where you live day to day. Really general, very self-explanatory. And by the way, they want that general for a reason. They don't need to have you at a secondary home for a certain amount of days out of the year. All the lender wants to know is that that is not your primary place of residence. It's not where you spend the majority of your time. And that you'll spend some portion of the year at the secondary home. That's all they want to know. That is a secondary home. Now, the second misunderstanding that most people have around what secondary homes is um, how much money do you need to have to purchase one? Most people, when you talk to them, they think that a secondary home that you need to have 20% down for a down payment. And that is just not correct. Now, there are a lot of advantages to putting 20% down in a secondary home. You absolutely can do that, and you would avoid uh, mortgage insurance if you put put 20% down, which is great, but the minimum amount of money that you would need to put down on a secondary home is 10%. And I own two secondary homes, and I put at least 10% down in those homes. And so that's the least amount that you would need to purchase a secondary home. And when I share that with most of my friends and clients, they're shocked as if they didn't know that. And so there are probably a lot of people listening to this episode that maybe purchasing a secondary home is not as hard as you thought because you only need 10% down and not 20% down. So I just wanna clarify that a secondary home, you only need 10% down. They will take a look at your debt to income ratio, make sure that you qualify, all of that good stuff but you only need to put 10% down to have a secondary home. Now, why would one consider owning a secondary home? Uh, let me just share with you a few reasons. Uh, first, I would just share that many of us like to go to certain areas over and over again because we love the area. Maybe it's a, a, a certain beach. Maybe it's a mountain destination. Maybe it's close to one of the Disney parks or, or something like that, where you just love to, to go with family and friends and, and get away. But there are places that all of us like to go repeatedly. And when we go there, we're spending money on hotels or Airbnbs, and we are spending money when we stay somewhere. Well, if you have a secondary home, you now are n- not spending your money on other people's homes, but now you are reinvesting it back into your own home. And so that is something that um, that you should consider. If there's a certain place that you like to go to repeatedly, owning a secondary home in that area, well, it might be a great decision for you. The second reason why you should consider it is because it's a great financial investment. Um, If you do it properly, you will be able to create positive cash flow. Uh, That is the goal, is to create positive cash flow. But even if you don't create positive cash flow, at the very least, you're offsetting the cost of owning a home in an area that you love. Uh, Now, you also have appreciation that's taking place with that home. The home is going up in value. The average daily rate when you are renting that out to others is going up in value. And so owning a home is a great financial investment, and it's definitely a reason why you should consider owning a secondary home. But the third and the final reason uh, that I would like to share with you is that you're able to create uh, legacy properties. And when I say legacy properties, uh, that's a property where you're able to create memories with your family as well as grow wealth within a certain uh, home so that you can pass it on to the next generation. And that is a legacy property, and that is a great reason why you should consider owning a secondary home. Okay, here's another question I have for you regarding secondary homes. What do you think the challenges are? Well, I'll tell you right now what the challenges are in the secondary home space. And that is the same challenges that we have right now in the primary residence space, which is the interest rates. Um, As the recording of this episode, it is April of 2023, and right now the primary uh, residence interest rates are in the low sixes, and the interest rates for secondary homes are going to be about a half a percent higher than where the primary residence uh, interest rates are. So right now we're looking at six and a half to six and three quarters of a percentage uh, interest rate for secondary homes, and that does make it more difficult when you're crunching the numbers. Um, I'm working with clients that are looking at mortgage payments that are much higher today than they were 12 months ago. And that is a challenge that we have to acknowledge. It's something that does make purchasing secondary homes harder currently. But there is a flip side to that. Um, Where do the opportunities, the current opportunities lie uh, with secondary homes? Well, this is the opposite side of that. Because of the higher interest rates, there are fewer buyers in that secondary home space, which means that there's very good homes that are available right now in those areas and you might be able to get them for less than what they're going for. You might even have some leverage to ask the seller to help you with closing costs. There are opportunities to purchase great homes in the areas that you love right now because of those higher interest rates. And I tell this to all of my clients, but you marry the home, you date the mortgage. If you find a home that you love, Marry it, buy it if you can, um, you know, financially take on that mortgage. But just know that when the interest rates come down, you can refinance that. And if it makes sense for you uh, in these current interest rates, it'll make even more sense for you when you refinance it at a much lower interest rate. So there are opportunities to purchase homes in areas that you love with less competition. And if it makes sense today, it'll make even more sense in the future when you do refinance them now. Also, you do have time on your side. If you do purchase a secondary home and rent it out, uh, in the future, you are gonna have the average daily rate, what you're renting it out for, will go up in time. And so, when you have a mortgage that is fixed, but you are able to increase what you're renting it out for, it does create more margin for you, and that is also an advantage to purchasing homes sooner versus later. Now, how many secondary homes or homes can you have? Here's a great question that I'd love to answer. Did you know that you can own five to 10 homes under your name? Yes, that's right. You can own five to 10 homes under your name, five through Fannie, five through Freddie, and you can have up to 10 homes. Now, if you own a primary residence, that would be one of the 10. So then you would then be able to own nine other secondary homes. Most folks don't realize that. And that is something that everybody should know. What you also should know is after 12 months of owning a, a secondary home and providing the rental income from that home, when you go to pre qualify for another secondary home, the lender will be able to use that income as they are pre pre-qualify, qualifying you. And that is something that will help you probably obtain more homes than what you think you, you could have. But the max is 10, five through Fannie, five through Freddie. And that is something that everybody should know now what are the short-term goals of owning a secondary home Uh, the obvious would be that you have a place to take your family and friends and go create memories and just enjoy that is a short-term goal you also uh, will have a short-term goal most likely of being able to um, have positive cash flow which is an extra source of income for you and your family but at the very least you are hoping to offset the costs that you have from owning a home that is appreciating in value and a place for you to take your family and friends and enjoy. Now, what are the long-term goals? Uh, the long-term goals for secondary homes, especially if you get really serious about this space, would it be to purchase multiple secondary homes. Once again, the max of, of homes that you can have is 10. So one primary residence and nine secondary homes. But those that get very serious about real estate and investing in secondary homes, the long-term goal is that you own several homes that have appreciated in value, and you have a lot of equity in those homes so that if you want, you could start selling them and you can actually get nicer homes or you can pay off uh, the homes that you wanna keep. And now you have even more cash flow because uh, you're hopefully gonna pay off your your homes and you won't have a mortgage. And you'll be able to also have nicer homes in the areas that you enjoy. And the long-term goal would be to have Uh, a handful of homes that you absolutely love that are paid off and you don't owe a thing on them. And when you are using them, you're enjoying them more because uh, you're debt-free. You're enjoying that home that you own outright, or you're able to uh, rent it out and experience more cash flow because you don't have that overhead, that mortgage anymore when you're not in that space. So these are some of the long-term goals, but as I mentioned earlier, you're also creating legacy properties that you could pass down to your next generation and the generation after that. These are homes where you are creating memories consistently in the same spaces with the same people, and it's something that that everyone can enjoy and look forward to, but it's also an opportunity to pass down a wealth-generating uh, 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 asset that can really set the next generation off to a great start. And so these legacy properties are great for for the memories, but they're also great for the the wealth building possibilities as well. Okay, there's probably more to cover on this topic of secondary homes, but I just wanted to make sure that I communicated the basics to you. And if you have more questions about secondary homes, maybe you're like, wow, after listening to this today, maybe I am in a better position to purchase a secondary home than I thought. Well, if you have more questions about that, you can always contact me uh, about this topic or others and get some expert advice at my website, which is explorewithjb.com. You can contact me there, and um, I'd be more than happy to follow up with you and answer any questions that you have about this or or anything else pertaining to re- real estate. I also want to remind you that if you're enjoying this show, um, you can follow it by... Uh, Apple Podcasts. You can go to Apple Podcasts and follow the show if that's where you would like to listen. Or if you are watching this on YouTube, you can just click the subscribe. And every single time a new episode comes out, you will be notified. And that is the best way to follow the show. I really am passionate about communicating with everybody about real estate so that everyone can uh, have all the information they need. And, uh, and have all the knowledge that, that they need because I do believe that everyone should feel confident when they're looking to buy and or sell a home. And confidence comes from being well-educated and informed. So I hope that you experienced some education in this episode today. And I can't wait to talk about what I'm going to talk about in the next episode. So make sure that you uh, that you like or follow or subscribe. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Make it a great week.